Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Mental Health Casual Podcast. Whether or not you guys are watching this on YouTube or listening to this on podcasts, uh, thank you guys for listening and watching. I appreciate it. Um, today, we're going over to the social anxiety subreddit. Going to talk a little bit about that. But before we get into it, uh, if any of you guys are new here, first off, welcome. This is basically what I do. Just go to different uh, subreddits that have anything to do with mental health and try and give some generalized advice. Try and learn something new, but I'm by no means a professional, so feel free to take your take my advice sorry, with a grain of salt or apply it to your life however you see fit. So um, just a quick uh, background. I know a lot of you guys are you know, maybe returning, but if any of you guys are new here, um, social anxiety was one of my main problems uh, gro- growing up in particular, um, and then uh, especially going into going from high school to college um, and kind of had plagued me for a lot of years. Uh, it wasn't until maybe when I was like 28, maybe a little bit earlier, but uh, really once I began like my sobriety journey, I really started to get a little bit better because I wasn't really running away from my, um, my, my, my anxiety. I wasn't really running away from my problems anymore. I really had to face them because uh, you know, when you're under the influence, you kind of use that as a crutch Um and as we'll see in a couple posts today, um, you know, there, there can be uh, some side effects to that as well. But yeah, let's get into uh, these posts over here. Uh, let me just see where we're at. I got to put on my glasses silently in the background because I am blind. Yeah, here we are at the Social Anxiety subreddit. Uh, real quick, um, hold on, i just move this over here. Oh, where was... Ah, there we go. Uh, let me just move this over here and make sure y'all can see that. Um, either really quiet and awkward when sober uh, <laughs> and really annoying and awkward when drunk. This is from user uh, Zomelody. Exomelody, uh, maybe, is what it says. Uh, I can't win simple. At least drunk me has a good time, but sober me has to live with her consequences. Um, yeah, and that's that's the biggest uh, problem with this, right? Um, you you want to make sure when we are so if you're socially anxious, you want to be careful about um, drinking. You should ask yourself, well, am I using this as a crutch or? And listen, I I just don't have that same mindset, so I'm not gonna completely understand somebody who says like, oh yeah, no, I just want to drink because I like the taste, or um, I just want to drink because you know I'm having a you know, I'm having a good time, but I don't get drunk. Like, I don't have a, a, a brake pedal, so to speak. So for me, it had to be complete sobriety. But, you know, I have heard of people who are able to drink, um, you know, have a beer, do that kind of stuff. Um, and listen, I have no problem with that. Um, it's more just the getting drunk part that mo- I more have a problem with uh, because of exactly what this um, this person said about the consequences of it. Um And one of the things, um, I think I had mentioned this in yesterday's podcast, which if you guys are watching this on YouTube, uh, you guys can check out in the link tree. Just go over to Mental Health Casual Podcast. Um, But uh, one of the things that I think I had mentioned was um, this, like, we we just assume that our drunk identity is part of our identity, sorry, part of our identity. Um, And I think there's a lot of aspects of our identity that we confuse as part of our identity, right? Because it's been with us so long. Um, A good example of that for me would be pornography, right? Like, I grew up with pornography. I grew up with it ever since I was maybe like two... How old are you when you're in sixth grade? Um, Is that 12 or 13? It's something like that, right? So that was when I first got exposed to it. And I was just like, oh, this is a normal part of life. 
because everybody says it's normal, and I, pff, I've been doing it normally for, for that long. Um, but, you know, once I quit it, my, um, my anxiety started going down a bit. I felt a lot uh, more in control of my actions. Um, still something I'm working on, obviously. Um, but, you know, when we have that drunk identity, because, you know, I, I call it fake confidence, right, instead of, uh, sorry, fake courage instead of liquid courage. It, it's not real courage, right? It's the courage that you get when you're drunk, which is kind of like ignorance is bliss, right? Um, you, you, when you're ignorant to something, you're blissfully ignorant, right? You, you can just walk through and be like, oh, I, didn't, I don't know this is, you know, I don't know anything about this place, and it's probably really dangerous, but uh, since I don't know anything, I'm super happy. Um, and, uh, and yeah, you have to be really careful with, uh, social anxiety in particular, if you are using alcohol as a crutch, because, um, you could do things that make you even more socially anxious, right? Um, going back to, uh, like, uh, something that I said a long time ago, there's the, what I call the four steps of social anxiety. I can't remember, uh, I think that people usually do, sorry, no, three steps, I apologize. So the three steps that I usually, uh, highlight are the, the pre-event, Right. Um, the, so you're anxious before the event of, of whatever, uh, social function, uh, is going on. There is the, uh, the, the during event anxiety, right? Uh, you're having trouble talking to people. You're anxious when you are talking to people. Then there's the post event, which I think we really need to focus on, especially when we're getting drunk. Uh, what did I do last night? That was a big question. A lot of times, right? I got kicked out of a bar. Well, now I'm even more socially anxious because I've, um, uh, my my confidence has gone down. And so since my confidence has gone down, now it's like, oh, well, I might as well just keep drinking because uh, I'm a piece of crap. And, you know, the, the depression and the anxiety just feed into each other and they feed into the addiction to keep going. Uh, so, yeah, you want to be really careful when you're, um, when you're adding uh, those two things uh, together. But, uh, yeah, let's go over to the next post. Um, I guess in terms of this, I would say... Um, you know, choose your suffering wisely. How about that? Um, next post here is from, oh, actually, did I, actually, y'all can see that. Perfect. Uh, this is from BuzzBuzz20XX. Um, Tomorrow I will hang out with someone for the first time. The guy I'm going on, the, uh, sorry, the, the guy I'm going on with is pretty awesome. He's our neighbor and studying to be a heart doctor. I feel like we are very similar people since he also told me he never made friends until college. We're going to a mall to see a movie called Fall, which looks cool. Anyway, I'm very happy to finally start going out with people that aren't my parents, and I'm proud of myself for reaching this point. Absolutely. And uh, when we... Whoops, where did I put... Oh, there I went. Okay. Uh, I'll move myself down here so you guys can keep reading if uh, I read that too, uh, too fast or anything like that. Uh, but yeah, so one of the things that... Uh, I think it's important when we're talking about um, milestones, right? Um, you don't want to try and compare your milestones all that much to other people. There, there are some obvious milestones that you want to achieve, right? Uh, maybe you should at least have some contact with people at a certain point in life, um, and then you'll, you're, it'll be healthier for you. It'll be easier for you, excuse me, to make uh, social connections when you're older, right? If you, if you're a little bit more social and, 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 cause you know, you can kind of tell when somebody's antisocial when they're younger, um, how they're going to turn out when they're older, because all of a sudden they, they haven't uh, become, uh, adequately socialized, which then leads them to, uh, start to not want to be a part of any, like a society, which, 
Um, you should obviously want some type of individuality, but you shouldn't want to be. Oh, you shouldn't want to be uh, a like a, an isolated person. You shouldn't want to just not be a part of society whatsoever. Um, we're we're um, you know social beings. We should be with other people. Um, there should be a sense of belonging that we we want. Um, and there should be, you know, there should be a, a you know, uh, an effort on our part to try and become a part of a community. Um, and I think community is very important. That's why I talk about it all the time. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, when it comes to the little milestone, like, I'm finally talking to somebody who is not my, um, who's not my, uh, my, uh, my mom and dad. That's awesome, man. And I, 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 wait, actually, did he say, did they say how old they were? Uh, nope, I don't, I don't see here, but, um, either way, right? Like, let's say somewhere around college, uh, college, since they had mentioned the other person, uh, went through college and stuff. Um, you know, that's a little, that's a, that's a minor victory, right? In the war, right? In, in the, the, the warfare that's going on with your social anxiety. Um, and you want to, you don't, you don't want to take those lightly. Like those are big events, right? Those are huge events, now, one thing I would just make sure that you don't do, um, if this is somebody like you, right? Maybe you're starting to go into this. Uh, you you want to try and make more friends, right? Um, eventually, right? This is a great first step, uh, and congratulations for that. But you do want to get more friends at some point because you, there, is, at least from what I've seen, people with social anxiety tend to um, kind of unleash a little too much on one friend. Uh, and then it kind of wears them out, especially if they're not from that same camp. If they've, they've you know, maybe never dealt uh, with the mental health world as deeply as you have, right? Um, it would be like if somebody went to the, uh, not exactly like this, but I'm just trying to make a, a comparison here. If somebody went to war and then came back and told somebody who's never been in war what it was like, and, you know, what, what are you supposed to say to that, right? You don't really know. And that's how I kind of compare it to uh, with, like, people can understand it on a small basis, right? Um, they, can, they can think of, like, you know, death when it comes to, like, the military person, right? Um, but they, they can't really wrap them, their head around, like, the, an, the enormous quantity of death around them. Or, and the uh, same thing with mental illness, right? Uh, some people can kind of understand, oh, well, that's, I get depressed. Like, oh, yeah, I don't know, I get, I get sad sometimes for sure. But maybe they don't get exactly the, the thoughts about... Uh, you know, um, suicidal ideation. Like, they, they're they not exactly well-equipped to really tell you, like, oh, well, I, I've never actually been there before. Like, I, I, I don't really know what to tell you there. Um, so you definitely do want to have more friends. Um, it, it never hurts to have more friends. How about that? Um, but this is a great stepping stone. Uh, and you have to start somewhere, right? The first step is always the hardest, but after that, the momentum kind of shifts. You start to kind of get your foot footing, and you start. And uh, you know, it's important to kind of keep on going and going and going. So, congratulations to you, and hopefully, the movie is good. I've never uh, heard of what is it called? Uh, Fall, I think, is what what they said. So, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully that's good, and hopefully, uh, you have made a friend for life. So let's go over to the uh, next post. Ooh, okay, good one, good one here. Good one passed me for December, for uh, finding this one. Um, anyway, it says how to get a job with social anxiety. Let me bring this up to the, the person here. This is from Memes for Life, <laughs> Memes for Life 07. 
uh man dude memes are memes are fantastic uh, <laughs> uh if any of you guys follow me on instagram i'm starting to, to post more memes because i just find them hilarious but uh anyway why don't we get into the meat of this post i'll make myself invisible so you guys can focus um i really want to earn some extra money but just the thought of a job scares me i don't even want uh i didn't even want sorry i don't even want to do the conversation you have to do to get the job it sucks um my mom keeps pressuring me uh, about getting a job, but I don't, I don't think she understands. Is it possible for me to get a job? How? What can I do? Uh, how do I talk? How do I look at people while talking to them? How do I not get all red when talking to someone? What if everyone, everything goes wrong? What if I drop something? What if I get tired? What if I don't uh, know something? I really want a job, but I don't think I can. Okay, so there is a lot of questions here. So we're going to try and tackle them all uh, at different times. Um, so why don't we just start off with the first question. Um, where is it? Uh, okay, is it possible? I'm oh, sorry, I'll highlight this so you guys know where I'm at. Uh, is it possible for me to get a job? Uh, yes, it is, uh, especially now that uh, people are having problems. Um, at least where, like where I am in Texas, they are a lot of people are having problems uh, keeping people. So there's a lot more incentives for people to st to uh, to keep uh, workers. So uh, sure, it's absolutely possible. I mean, I don't know what your qualifications are. You might have to start at a um, a entry level job, but you know you can absolutely go for that. Um, but uh, and by the way, I should probably say um, say this. Um, for anybody trying to get a job out there, uh, you know, and you have social anxiety, you might want to try to do warehouse work. You might want to try and do something like that. Now, most warehouse work is not not completely entry level. Like you have to have some uh, form of uh, you know uh, experience on machines, and that's why I tell people to go to Home Depot or Lowe's or one of those places where they desperately want you to drive a forklift because you get the experience. You sure you deal with customers and all that stuff, but work there for like a year, maybe two, get the experience, and then find a warehouse job. Then all you have to do is worry about, well, okay, so uh, I got to worry about my manager, the my coworkers, like that's kind of it, right? You don't have to deal with the, the, the customers who have no idea what you're going through or anything like that. So um, definitely a good idea for anybody with uh, social anxiety to do. Um, but yeah, is it possible for me to get a job? Uh, yes, it is. And then we have how, well, uh, putting in your resume. Um, I use something called indeed.com, which was actually really easy. Um, I almost didn't even, I didn't even have to like make a, um, a resume. I literally just like uploaded like just little things about myself and kind of just went from there. It's very, very simple. I kept getting, you know, cause that's mostly for, it's mostly for the, um, the agencies or the, um, what do you call it? The, uh, the employers to try and get employees. So, um, it, it's a really good way for employees to try and find a great job. Um, so yeah really easy once again it's called indeed.com um but uh yeah was the next one uh what do i do um you can use indeed.com you can um you can use other websites you can always uh, a lot of times like play big um big retail stores like uh, home depot walmart uh, all of them they will have a uh a job what do you call it? Like a, a, they'll have you just instead of doing a resume, they'll have you fill out a questionnaire online. Um, and usually, I'm trying to think of what it is. You go to like careers or something like that. Um, if you go like to Target.com, if you go to like Walmart.com or something like that, they'll have you just uh, do it all online. Uh, it's pretty pretty simple for the most part. So, um, 
And then obviously you go to the next step, which would be to do the uh, in-person interview, which is the next question. How do I talk? So you want to try um, and remember certain things that they may ask you, right? You have to think about it from their point of view. What are they going to ask you? Well, they're probably going to ask you, why do you think you, you fit this job? I've been asked that. I mean, I've only had three interviews in my whole life. I've, al I've always been asked these, this question. Why do I think I, I, I would make a great fit at this job. The next, you know, another question to remember, um, it, it, sometimes they, people will ask you, well, how do you rate yourself? Or what are your weaknesses? All that kind of stuff. Um, usually you want to you want to reveal something. And this is my own personal opinion. Maybe somebody else out there has a different opinion. Um, what I usually tell people is um, find something that you can brag about, even though it's a weakness, right? Example would be, um, uh, well, sometimes I try and take on a lot of responsibility, um, and I kind of, free, I kind of, um, I, I take on a little too much, and then I, um, I, I have a problem asking for help. You know, certain things that they, that a manager can, a manager can um, feel that they can uh, encourage you on, right? Because remember, that's something that a manager can encourage you on. Oh, well, if you ever need help, let me know. Right, so it makes them feel better. Okay, uh, certain things like that that open it up a little bit. Um, don't tell them like, don't be too brutally honest with them, right? Uh, oh yeah, no, I like to, <laughs> I like to call out like every single day. Like that, that's not gonna, that's not gonna fly, and that shouldn't be something that you, uh, you do anyway, right? Um, and, and you know, another way to uh, actually let's keep going to the next one because I think we'll probably answer these as we go along. How do I look at people while talking to them? So. Uh, a good way to try and um, do this, and I've talked about this before, is to look at different facial. F uh, actually, let me get get a close up here. Um, try and look at different facial features. Um, so for me, if you were it, let, let's say you were looking at me, right? If you looked right under my eyes, you it would actually kind of look like you're looking at me. Also, if you're looking right above at my eyebrows, and I, I usually, uh, I used to say like right underneath the eyes, I think the eyebrows is actually a better spot to look at. Uh, I've been kind of uh, working on this a little bit. Uh, I don't have a problem looking at people in the eyes anymore, but I, I am trying to like see if anybody like calls me out on it. And so far it's not been, you know, anything crazy. Um, but that's roughly uh, where if you really can't make eye contact, look somewhere around like right, like on the eye, uh, eyebrows or something like that. Um, Obviously, you'd want to look like somewhere in the center because if you start looking at one eyebrow or the other one, your eyes are going to start uh, turning to one side or the other. Um, but yeah, just somewhere around like the, this point or something like that uh, should be good. Um, and it looks like you're looking at right at them. Um, and because you don't want to be looking down. You definitely don't want to be looking down. You want to give some presence there. You want to make them think that you have uh, some uh, semblance right, of, um, uh, of confidence, right? Um, so yeah, and then the, uh, hold on, how do I not get all red when talking to someone? Okay, well, that, that might happen anyway. Um, the bodily functions that happen, it just happens, right? I get, I get sweat marks, it, it happens. You have to kind of accept what happens, um, you know, when it happens, and it's totally um, a person-by-person uh, -person basis, right? I get all sweaty, I do certain things like that. Um, not as much anymore, but you know, it, it, it does happen. Um, a lot of times I stumble over words. A lot of times my voice cracks. Um, the important thing, and actually one of the most important things that I ever learned was in 
uh, music, actually. I was a, a trombone player, and I had a um, great teacher, Mr. Russell. Uh, thanks for all your lessons, by the way. Um, but one, ha one thing that I used to do was I would play, right? And any time I would mess up during the song, I would go, oh, I'm so sorry, right? I'd mess up the note. I'd start on a rest, so to speak. So I started before I was supposed to start. And I'd say, I'd, oh, I'm so sorry. And my, my teacher finally was like, hey, stop doing that. Are you going to do that in the middle of a performance? And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, you're training yourself to stop whenever you mess up. I can't tell. And he was just really honest. He was like, hey, I can't tell you how many times I have messed up. And I continued going. Because you the... Big, the the mistake that you make if you can if you just put a punctuation on it right then everybody's going to notice it however if you keep on playing which is something that um i think bass guitar player getty lee from rush uh, ends up saying he's like yeah i play so fast that uh people can't tell my mistakes obviously he's joking he's a very good bass player but it, you know it's it's the importance of keeping going despite the fact that you make a mistake right maybe you say a word weird maybe you do that maybe you do this uh, the important thing is to keep on going despite the fact that you messed up okay um so yeah that's that's, that's one of the most important things that i ever learned um uh, and i apply it to social anxiety a lot uh, and actually i i i, I used it a lot when i was uh you know, singing uh, live and doing that kind of stuff. So uh, what happens if, sorry, what if everything goes wrong? Well, I mean, uh, it would depend on what goes wrong, right? What, what do you mean by everything, right? It doesn't really help to really catastrophize things all that much. Um, well, what if everything goes wrong? Well, what do you, what is everything, right? What if I do this? What if I, you, you can't plan for everything. You have to plan for what you can plan for. And anything that comes afterwards, then you kind of have to be able to be adaptable, uh, adaptive, um, so that's another thing to kind of be, uh, you know, uh, you, they have to, uh, remember what if I drop something? That's not really all that bad. Okay. Uh, what if I drop something? What if I drop my pen? You, you pick it up, right? It's, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, sorry, I don't want to make it sound like I'm, I'm belittling what your worries are here, but, um, you know, if you drop something, go pick it up. What if I get tired? Um, then you're tired, right? Um, this is the lesson for you to try and get more sleep. I, I have to tell you guys, ever since I started uh, honing in on sleep, my anxiety has gone down quite a bit. So maybe something else you want to kind of think about. What if I don't know something? Well, that is um, where you use, where people usually say, and I've heard this you know, said before in interviews, um, or people have said this before in interviews, where they say, well, I'm willing to learn. Or you say, what you do say, uh, if you can, right, you tell them, oh, well, I've done something similar, right? Uh, maybe you haven't driven uh, the particular forklift or whatever. Oh, but I drove this forklift or I drove this instead of this, right? Um, it has a very similar thing to it or, you know, whatever. Um, uh, try and bring it back to your skill set, right? Bring it back to your world, so to speak. Um, whenever it gets too far out to something that you don't understand, try and bring it back to something that you do understand, okay? Um, I really want a job, but I don't think I can. I think you absolutely can. Um, and to any of you out there who do want a job, try and remember a couple of those those tips because um, they are things that I've learned. Once again, I haven't done a whole lot of job searching. I usually stay with a job. You know, I stayed with Home Depot for seven years. I was over at a car dealership for two years. Um, and then this newest one, I've only been with a couple months. But, you know, I don't really job – I don't really go from job to job all that much. Um so, but, you know, this is something that I did learn uh, from the, the few job interviews that I have done. So, um, you know, try not to overthink it too much. But if you, like I said, if you do have to 
be prepared for a couple things. Once again, that weakness one, I have been asked it in different ways, right? Um, what are your weaknesses? How do you rate yourself as an employee? This, this, and that, right? Um, it's just important to kind of remember not to be too honest, but uh, still kind of open it up to the manager or something like that, right? Um, but uh, but yeah, you know, there, there's going to be a lot of X factors that come in, and that's okay, right? Um, they're not expecting you to be perfect, and especially, once I said it right now, a lot of employers are kind of desperate to get people. Um, I have seen people get hired who probably shouldn't have gotten hired. Um, but that's how you get experience, right? We have to remember, what do what what we talk about, right? Exposure therapy for social anxiety. So um, you have to remember the... Um, you're not going to get anywhere if you don't expose yourself to your fears. So it's important to kind of remember that uh, as you go along with your social anxiety journey. But hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Hopefully you guys are also having a fantastic Wednesday. Uh, remember, you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the info box down below. Also, if you'd like to email me, you can email me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com. Once again, I'll be doing this one to two times a week. Uh, and uh, I'll try and remember to post it on Instagram because I kind of forgot last week. Uh, but oh, <laughs> I'll try my best uh, this week. Uh, but thank you guys so much for watching and listening. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual. Hey, guys, thanks for watching Mental Health Casual. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe for more videos.